Welcome to Wisco Dice. Welcome to Wisco Dice. I, I feel pretty welcome. Hey, all right, folks, uh, we're back. It's episode 45, I think. think and so. yeah, something like that. I, sh- I should know. I, this is my second time through doing this. Uh, <laughs> technology malfunction. Yes, technology brokenness. You hear about it on all the other shows. You're like, I don't want this to happen to me, but our SD card failed. And it's like halfway through recording the first segment and Just I happened to eyeball over. It. Yeah, I, Before I jinxed we started. it. So, I'm your host, the Conzie with the Most. I'm joined by my pal, friend, and comrade, and fellow co-host. Brian, also known as Stark Raving Mad. And we have a new guest in the studio. Yep, yep. First time being on the show. Thanks for coming in and, and taking the time. Yeah, Davey, uh, go by Red Zeke on a lot of the forums. And Brian, I'll point out, in the previous segment, he described you as valued. That didn't come around this time, so <laughs> you're going down. So. Uh, fail. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so Davey, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? What, what, who are you? What, what got you into this Warhammer thing? Sure, uh, I was living in Dublin, Ireland, back in early '90s, and got a start with Space Crusade with some buddies of mine. And then we hopped from that. We figured out there's a bigger game that was Warhammer Forty Thousand Rogue Trader. We all got the books and dreamed up crazy armies where we would shoot like vortex grenade minefield missiles at each other and you know never actually played any games uh so as the additions came along we actually started getting games in and then at some point i made the hop over to fantasy now i've been living down in texas just moved up to wisconsin and uh enjoying the scene up here so yeah it's been great uh having you and having your beautiful dwarf army as part of that scene and and we've been in such a regrow mode here in in madison that i think we've uh, grown man yeah, I think we're we're getting to the point where it's no longer regrow yeah. mode. It's we actually it's, have a group. It's now, yeah, we have a group. Nobody has to necessarily post to know. You know, they just turn out. It's fun to see that energy kind of building up as you know it gets yeah, momentum, and awesome. gets rolling. You know, I walked in this past Monday night and it was like I can't believe how many <laughs> games are going on here. Like, I don't, am I going to have space to play? You know? Yeah, that was almost that was almost the you know a, a problem and. And something that, you know, we, we talk, you know, we're talking a little bit about having folks that are it, turning up a little bit later than the normal start time. And that's, that's almost a concern now because <laughs> logistically, do you pack in like rats and then end up with only three games going on a, on a Monday night or, or, you know, and those guys are all packed and bumping into each other or do you spread out a bit? We'll just have and to- then all of a sudden people influx in at 6.30, 7 o'clock and go and, and you're out of space. Well, start our two rounds like we used to, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was it's a, a while ago. Good problem to have. I used have, to play really. two games every time yeah, did you? I came yeah. out to the game store. One yeah. early and then one at the normal time. Now you're trying to sneak in a thousand pointer around. Yeah, you know, if I'm lucky, I make it out once a month or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, what are we talking about today? What's the topic? Uh, this is our first show of the month. It'll be our recap, and we got some minis to talk about, what we've been doing, hobby, gaming. Yeah, just kind of a recap of what's been going on, right? Yep. First, let's go ahead and talk about what our hobby and gaming goals were from the last episode that we had talked about them anyways. <laughs> so I think the last time you kind of set yourself a, a very lofty, minimalist yeah, type I remember goal. it was stars, very yeah. little. Like you recall in our first rendition, I think I did actually say I just wanted to play one game. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my main thing. But I think I've, I definitely did that. I think I might have played at least two or something like that. And then... Uh, actually, should have had some hobby goals. I've been working on those five ghouls. I think we're nearly done for a very long time, but I'm finally kind of 
settled up in this semester now, so I've figured out when I have time to work on stuff, and I'm just catching like little bits of time here and there to get a lot of work done. So those five are done. That makes fifteen, and I have five more, and they're pretty near done already. I got like base coats on the detail work, their skins all done, and then a base after that. And I'll have twenty ghouls, half half a unit. Well, half of what I usually feel. Half of your two K unit, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that's actually not too bad though when you're playing the little 1k games i'd see yeah, even though sure. that's a solid potentially fieldable unit yeah i they were almost they were so close to nearly full painted the other day i had a unit of 17 i was two guys short <laughs> i mean they looked, they looked it was hard to pick them out because i mean their skin was done and that's their main part of them but almost fully painted unit on the table you're getting <laughs> there i'm proud of you that's yeah, that's pretty, really cool it was pretty cool like just seeing the unit all mostly painted <laughs> in one black, and it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't happened for a long time. Yeah, so that's that's very cool. So, Davey, uh, I know you didn't weren't here to set goals, but what have you been working on? What's been on your hobby table? Well, I'm a long-time dwarf player, so the dropping of the new dwarf book has got me working through different lists and that sort of thing. But uh, in the meantime, as a sort of antidote to the low movement dwarves i've been working on a all warrior or uh, all fast cav all cavalry warriors a chaos slanish army and uh had to run that out against brian the other day that's been the project of late and it's it's weird because i look at the model count i'm like oh there's so few models in this this is gonna be easy and then i forget that like one cavalry model is like five dwarf models so (laughs) my, my calibration is wildly inaccurate as far as that goes so but uh, but I've been working on some new things, some some blending and uh, some things that I am poor at. I'm using this as an opportunity to uh, practice those. But I've also got the itch to uh, paint up some Slayers, so we'll see how that goes. Cool. Do you get any new models with for the new dwarfs yet, or you don't need them? No, I haven't picked up any. Uh, I I need to get some more gyros. Apparently, I have <laughs> I have one built, and as Cozy knows, it's you know needs to be adjusted because it falls over at every opportunity. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to convert one to, to match it rather than, you know, have something that doesn't match, but I've got so That'd much cool. unpainted plastic and metal down in the basement that I could, uh, I could bulk out the dwarves for a little while before I have to buy anything new. Is every dwarf army going to have like an air force or like an air support unit with it now? Like that's what I, well, like I haven't seen too much of the new dwarves, but there's a lot of talk about gyros all the time being like always include kind of thing <laughs> I, I think uh i think a smart player is going to have at least one or two they're the the special choice one they're they're cheap and they can give you that redirect and they sure. give you a movement for me it's just it gives you something to actually do that in is the movement pretty phase. cool yeah because dwarfs don't really have a big option for like kind of the chaff kind of unit exactly so they they're a pretty non-traditional chaff be by the way they're yeah kind of sure. tough and uh, can they hit they armor. can hit a little harder now a little bit too. well their their combat stats uh, are exactly the same but okay. uh the the spray is hitting uh without partials the old one if you were oh, playing yeah, that rules right. written you still had partials which is obnoxious and they can do bomb and runs of course there's the the gyro bomber but uh I don't think it's a given. I think people are really excited about it because they're new and different and all that sort of thing. But Probably. I think once things settle down, you won't necessarily see, you know. Yeah, it always takes a lot of while to flush everything out. Exactly, exactly. Up. Once people settle down a little bit. And then sometimes if it's like yeah. a skull cannon, you're just going to keep on seeing it. And if it's <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, then... Uh, Phoenixes. Then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. What about you, Conzy? Well, you know, I've been fiddling around down in the basement, working on stuff. Mostly my hobby lately has been, uh, oh crud, it's Monday night. I really don't want to take the rattling gun or I really need to 
just get another <laughs> model built so I can hit 2K with a Skaven or something like that. So I've been, uh, most of the hobby work has been, you know, just a, in, you know, half hour or an hour before, uh, I'm taking off to go down to the game store to play. But, uh, I did get together, I did build and, and get the, uh, a rattling gun together and played with it a couple times. Went, oh my god, this thing is, God awful. Really? And then. <laughs> Do you shoot yourself a few times? Uh, no, <laughs> it's just, you get, you gotta, so you roll the dice, you know, the, the old, you know, roll the dice. Artillery or? Uh, no, yeah. just normal dice, and then you can, okay, I rolled a four, well. Uh, do I, that's only four total shots. Oh, really? And I gotta roll the hit. hit yet? Yeah, with ballistic skill, I think they're three. What are you supposed to do with that? So, <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, four shots, I'm gonna hit, if it's long range, I'm gonna hit like 50% of the time, so this isn't really great, so I'll, okay, I'll roll another one. And the first time I did it, like the first time I oh, fired yeah, the thing, rolled another four, <laughs> oh crud, now I got a misfire, roll a misfire, tire, it blows itself up, great, this thing's awesome. And then like the next game, I like killed two models with it, and then Jim's like, okay, this thing's dumb, uh, got yeah. it out of the list. In our game, uh, you killed a couple miners, then spun around and, and blew away your plague wind mortar, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, alright, I can do uh, that. I haven't been playing Skaven much lately, so yeah. I'm glad to see you playing them, I guess, although... Isn't there quite a few rats around lately? We had three the other night. Skaven armies there the other night, yeah. <laughs> Wherever they came from. With the influx of dwarf players, all of a sudden, it seems <laughs> the Skaven have come out of the woodwork, too. So Got to defend their territory. Well, at least we have hatred on them now. It's been... <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that, even though the Skaven are so bad in combat. Yeah. Dwarves yeah. hate Skaven and Greenskins? No, yeah. they do. It used nice. to be just Greenskins, and you'd read the uh-huh. background stuff and be Maybe. like, oh, look at <laughs> look at everything Skaven did to us. I'm like, oh, They figured out the grudges. Yeah, it's like, oh, exactly. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those guys ruined all our cool stuff. So That's cool. Yeah, that's a good... It's a good uh, bump. I got to use a little against uh, Konzi, but didn't didn't help out. You got to actually get guys into combat for hatred to help you out. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's definitely. I think Skaven don't want that to happen. Yeah, no, that's right. We, we, yeah, <laughs> this kind of abomination or something. You've got these huge blocks, and you're like, okay, I can go do something with them, and then they get into combat, and you're like, they start. Oh my god, these guys really suck. <laughs> Turn tail and run. <laughs> you know, they're huge blocks. They stay steadfast forever, and you know it does take a while for opponents. But it's like, okay, I'm pulling off five to five to ten models a turn. You're pulling off, if I'm lucky, a guy. That's yeah. different than or two elves, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Especially your dark elf. Yeah, I'm used to I'm used to killing things in swaths, and then and losing s- my stuff in swaths. Yeah. I'm still yeah. used to pulling my models <laughs> off, but I just expect when I pull my models off that I'm going to kill something in return. Yeah. That's a hard thing I have dealing with. I feel like I'm pulling so many models off to get like one dude on somebody else all the time. <laughs> well, like, you know, just just imagine like the incompetence of like say zombies or about? skeletons in combat. And but there's so and, many but then, zombies. But then yeah. be able to bring them back. Oh yeah, you yeah, know, or, you know, just take take <laughs> take bringing them back out of the equation. That I is in close combat. That's true. Your zombies had that revolving door, you know. Like, oh, sweet, I killed like yeah. 30 of them, and then, oh, oh now look. 24 of them are back. Yeah. <laughs> sweet. So, yeah, that was definitely, you know, so I put together a warp fire thrower, which has so far proven to be about horrible, and I'm pretty convinced <laughs> that if it wasn't for the fact that the Skaven wep- weapon teams do absorb a significant chunk of my core points, uh, which means I can field the 2k, you know, the, you know, the two weapon teams are like, a, you know, just over 100 points. That's a lot of Skaven slaves, and I know that's, I want to focus on building another Skaven slave unit, 
it's going to take me a little bit to get the models modeled correctly, get the mold lines scraped, get them to the point where I can, you know, movement tray build and all that work. So we'll see. And I've still got, I really got to get my second doom wheel built. Hopefully you keep motivated though. Yeah, yeah it's been a go the way of the beast. Been. No, no, it's definitely <laughs> not. I definitely not going. I'm, I'm so close to having a 2k army that is close to competitive finished. Are you still fielding them all painted only? No, no, not really. No, I've I've got a empty base for a Doom Wheel right now, and Warp Lightning is not complete. The other uh, the Warp Lightning cannons are done. I have a Doom Wheel that's basically I'm fielding as the base because I'm still building (laughs) it. Yeah, it's the stealth version. Yeah, oh yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Um, And then the the weapons teams that I'm building, like (laughs) as I'm getting down to store, you know, that's those are uh, not painted yet either. I see. So, I have almost finished, uh, I did almost finish the, uh, ten more slaves. I have like four more to go of the ten I finished. And then I will have the first block of 40 Noblar slaves done. About time. Yes, about time. That was, uh, heck of an effort to complete, so. <laughs> yeah, 40 yeah, is a big All that block. effort and you've got 80 points you can put on the yeah, table. <laughs> 80 points. And I've got to do like two, two more 40 man packs of those, so it's like. Uh, that that is a, a instant demotivator because those Navar models are so horrendous. But I've got yeah, some different slaves. Did yeah. You, did you go with the Navar just so you could easily distinguish the slaves from the clan rats? Is that the idea? Yeah, that was one of the the main the main goals for me was to come up with something that was weedy enough and modeled look you know model right that was you know just kind of dirty and and beaten. For a model, and the Noblars ended up working best. I went through like I went. I've looked at the Flagellant models. I looked at uh, uh, quite a few different models. You know, the goblins, and none of them just really worked right uh, for that. For what I thought would be a good slave in the army, so I ended up ultimately uh, using Noblars. And there's some mix of like some some. Uh, scaven in there with like whips and such to you know yeah laugh sure. you know make kind of given the impression that these are slaves that they're done, <laughs> they're being herded into combat. I'm going to put some giant rats kind of in there, and I've got some great ideas since the whole army is in this kind of scope of of uh, dwarven ruins that I'm going to do for the display board. Uh, there's going to be, you know, dwarven mines that they're taking over. There's going to be, um, things like, uh, dwarven mining card. I think I want to do through the unit, through, you know, in the middle of a, another unit with like some tracks and some, some tracks that it would be sure. getting pushed down and such. And, and that'll take up some of that space right. that I currently have. I think when you have a unit that big, it's pretty cool to, Put yeah. some stuff like that in no, there. It just makes it more interesting to look at, you know. Yeah, change it up. I mean, that is one of the. While it is really cool to see all the huge units in Warhammer, uh-huh. at some level, it gets kind of redundant painting, you know, the same model or close to the same model in the same scheme, you know, 20, 40, 80, 120 times. So. Yeah, even if you're doing kind of speedy. Yeah, which is. Still gets kind of old. Essentially <laughs> what I've been doing on the yeah. Skaven combination of airbrush and, and speed paint. How's the airbrush working? Airbrush has been... I'm still learning. I mean, I'm using it only really for base coats and, and primering right now on the miniatures, but for that, it's been brilliant. And suppose that helps you get your the feel of it, I guess, just using it at all. Yeah, exactly. And and, and I've, I've been working on, you know, just just base coats with kind of bringing up those base coats with, like, some initial early highlighting. Oh, nice. Um, 
and and that seems to work really well and it, it's definitely doing more for me now than I, I originally thought when I was going to buy it I mean originally I bought it I'm like okay I'm going to use this thing to paint terrain and I'm going to use this thing to uh, prime my models black or white whatever sure. I need and I'm already doing a lot more with it than I originally bought it for that I figured I would get my investment out of it I, so. I need to watch this in action either you or on YouTube I, I heard the Skull Bros talking this up a few months ago and I I didn't totally understand you know all the things you might be able to do with the airbrush I seemed like more more uh, buck and less bang than you yeah. want but it sounds like you're getting some good I've use. never seen anybody do much with it I, I guess somebody was using that last square quite a lot of the time to do some bigger 40k models and stuff and that's all I really saw of it. Are you but saying that wasn't there were some painted forty k models? I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I think I just see a sea of gray it, plastic. Every it was time an accident. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some some especially on vehicles and stuff like that. The bigger kits, it's, yeah. uh, where I think that's where the really uh, airbrush really starts to come in and shine. Where you're, um, but you know, trying to do things on a on even a little you know, in an infantry model that's a twenty eight mil yeah. guy, anything more than I think you know initial highlights and, and some colors tends to be really really a pain in the rear. But if like a like a good example of one I did was that Hydra that I that uh-huh. the that the my third Hydra. That's not the new new one, but the no, it's the last plastic, the old I guess. the old metal guy. Or that was the old metal. He's one? an old metal one, not oh, the well, old, the old new metal sculpt, one. but yeah. yeah, new sculpt, but still metal. The newest metal one, <laughs> not not crap cast. Yeah. Mm. Which hooray! It is gone. It does. I I, I was really, got his way. <laughs> I was really excited when they like okay here's the here's we're gonna sell Slayers. It is part of the, one of the you know deals the new Slayers and they're trying to push Slayers. And they're all they're metal now. Metal. I see yeah. they're listed as metal. I thought they. I didn't. I thought they had originally converted them over to fine cast or something. I was too. wondering if they just still have that many old metal ones left, <laughs> and that's why they're still metal and they never made it to fine cast yet. It's possible, know. but I think fine cast is done. Yeah, it's, I've, sure. I've never touched a model that's been fine cast myself. Yeah. But I, I thought you know maybe it was that sort of internet echo know. box of hate that was talking. Maybe they should have called it something else instead of fine cast, and people wouldn't have been so harsh on it. <laughs> I mean, it I doesn't seem like harsh. Yeah, because it doesn't seem any worse than you would expect from any other models. But oh, it's much worse. Yeah, I guess I've I had know. nothing but problems and headaches <laughs> with them. In case you don't know. Or not, we never heard that before. I'm, I'm very <laughs> outspoken in my opinion on on that. So like yes, crap cast. Not a very not a fan. <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, what we've been doing gaming wise. So Brian, I know you you had at least one game because you one. hit your goal. Yeah, <laughs> and we did play a triumphant tre- treachery right after the last recording. That yeah, yeah, something we did. Happened. What did you think of triumphant treachery? I really didn't like it in our instance. <laughs> I th- well, I think the bit, I would like to play it again, don't get me wrong there, but the game we played I didn't really enjoy. Like I played my VC, we played 3,000 points. I you think I would like playing 3,000 sp- aside for Triumph and Yeah, Country. we only had three players though. Yeah, okay. we had three players. I think I would prefer smaller armies for the mixed battle like that. And then also my choice army, and I deployed right in the center. Maybe if I, like, trying to face two people with my vampire counts, like, I don't see myself being able to split them and have anything survive kind of thing. Yeah. So I just kind of, well, I kind of sat there to see what would happen. Ben was playing his Dark Elves. He ended up getting to me first, so I was kind of just defending against him for a really long time. Well, uh, Kenny was the other dude in the game, and he was playing dwarfs and just kind of, 
scored his points from afar, bombarding Shilling everybody <laughs> as they yeah. fought each other. He had some him. amazing artillery and cannon. There was shots. enough there, that's for sure. And like you kind of split your forces against both of us. And was this new doors or old doors? Uh, this would have been. This was new, right? Yeah, it was yeah, definitely new. I, I think, think it was. He even played with that new special character. No, it? I think he was. Oh, I think we just let him use the special oh, character. Oh, okay. yeah, I think he was trying. Yeah, maybe it was the rules out the white dwarf. Right? Yeah, I remember seeing it on his. Okay. Tour. But yeah, so I don't know. I didn't like our instance of the game. I think smaller points would make it more interesting. And then I, what I was getting into with the army I played, not being able to split the forces, I think I would have been a lot happier just kind of being all over the place with something like an all-night list or something would be my preference to play in that. If we got to do it again, I'd like to try that. But the mechanic, I think, worked fine. I guess I had a really hard time, like, just, I don't know. It was hard to, like tactic wise to make any decisions i guess <laughs> like if you committed to one thing chances are it was going to get messed up like through the cards and stuff like that yeah. too and then it's like you put yourself in that spot and it like all goes to crap and it, like i don't know it was really hard like the whole game just didn't seem like it was going my way at all <laughs> i think maybe the next then, time around like knowing that that's going to be the case maybe like it's yeah. the mindset you go in with and, like, yeah exactly yeah. like well i didn't know what to expect and then i well one of the things i hate with gaming in general is if I'm losing. I hate when it's taking forever to lose. <laughs> it's like, the game just kept going on. It's, it's like, like I knew I lost, and even the last turn, I'm like, is it over yet? It's like the Monopoly kind effect of thing. when you're yeah, just Yeah, like, exactly. You know. And that really bugs me. I just get a really bad attitude about it <laughs> when I'm like, I just reach a point where I'm done, and it's like, <laughs> won't end. But anyway, I'd definitely like to play it again. I think it was a pretty cool set, though. But yeah, smaller army and something like my knights or something, a little more independent would be pretty cool. It was cool to try out, try it out with the bigger armies and I, yeah. I for my part I had a great time playing the game but I had an army I thought that was uh, quite a bit more suited to playing because I could get around the table and yeah. and I could reach out and touch somebody I had I had an army that fired in multiple phases of the game I had an army that mm-hmm. that was fast and didn't need necessarily the general you know I don't have a 12 inch bubble of functionality around my army, you know, like yeah. the vampire counts do. That's pretty and much, yeah, what I was concentrating. <laughs> especially with the way your lists tend to run yeah. with uh, the shambling horde. It tends to, you know, if you get around it to the flanks or the rear of it, it can fall apart very quickly mm-hmm. into a, a fireball of disaster. So, but yeah, no, I get it. So yeah, I couldn't have really done anything else with the vampire counts, but it was still cool. <laughs> that being said, we still got to get together and do that 3K game. Another three, like a regular three no, K. No. Yeah, just regular three K. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I was playing Monfred too. I never really made too much of it. Anything happen with him, <laughs> so that was kind of a bummer there. I'm not usually a crazy magic person either. Then again, I didn't uh, get to do a whole lot with my Lord on Dragon either. So no, just it, it flew. Cannon it got cannon. <laughs> I don't know. That really bugs me about the cannon thing. But yeah, hopefully I that'll use be cannons. That bugs me about cannons. Come on, eighth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So hopefully something will be fixed there because I think that's dorky. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can't see them not being the laser pinpointed kind of uh, artillery pieces they are, but there's no I hate way the auto off of it. It's like once I don't know. It seems so easy to, to like Death Stars it pretty much. The D six wounds is I think the big killer on the cannons. Well, that or like I didn't know it like killed both of them because yeah, it was the template technically. Is, is that's really dumb. Me, I think yeah. they should randomize still, and I'd be perfectly fine if like either the dragon or the dude gets picked off. That seems way more reasonable to me, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And then it would take it two shots at least. <laughs> this would be harder to hit a single dude, maybe. Yeah. yeah no, it was. Uh, 
Well, and then I had a three up ward save against a two and whiffed that too yeah, so nice. with the, the guy on top. So, I mean, it was a series of unfortunates. Yeah. So at least, it, at least it saw combat. Yeah, kind of. But even then, if like, that didn't happen. I'm pretty sure it was just gonna lay waste to everything over there. <laughs> so. Exactly. It was. So it's kind of weird that way. I guess that's what happens when you play a model like that, but just seeing it, like, taken off so easy from a cannon is just kinda, I don't know. It's yeah, there for like a turn, and then it's like you take it off the table. I, I quite honestly say that I could have saved myself 250 points and just put him on a Pegasus and got the same, and got my guy to do the same thing. Yeah, probably actually. The but, dragon added absolutely nothing. It's really <laughs> sad because dragons should not be that bad in the I game. I've always wanted a chance to use a big monster like that, but playing vampires most of the time, unless you're playing a huge game. I guess maybe I could do a different 3K list and put zombie some dragon, bro. Second, out there. <laughs> I do have a zombie dragon. I have to really? put it together. All the right. old metal one, though. I don't. Well, I, don't I do have it. the big, like, new one too, but that's going to be a terror geist if I ever put it together. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that was a game a while ago after our last cast, but then just this past Monday, Davey and I played yeah. in a watchtower scenario. Yeah, which was super sweet points. for the uh, <laughs> Slanesh fast cab list. Yeah. <laughs> Rolled up and decided they're going to capture the tower. I was That's like, all right, I got a total of, I got two packs of five hounds that can garrison this yep. thing. So. so that was an interesting game. I felt like, I don't know, I snuck out the win <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kind of stupidly, <laughs> but it was pretty well in your control the whole time is what i felt i guess i was trying you know, using that slanish uh magic and movement and all that sort of thing trying to really dictate but i knew it was just you know would not take very much for yeah for, uh, if any of those uh zombie hordes got in i wasn't exactly sure <laughs> i, know, I, I think i probably should just out. put my vampire i i'm bad at not concentrating on the scenario and still like fighting a battle so right yeah if i would have concentrated on the scenario i probably would just ran my vampire and ghouls in there right away and probably would have been pretty decent off yeah, it, it made it it made it interesting. Uh, yeah, but it, I think the the vamp and ghouls were in there. I don't know that I had anything. Yeah, to exactly. Dig them out, but but instead I tried to flub it up and then <laughs> got a lucky charge and the lucky turn end, and that was about it. Yeah, if the game lasted anymore. There's no way I could have held the tower ever. Is what bugs me about that. It's like, oh, okay, the game's over. Everybody goes home when yeah. the time's out, kind of thing. It's I I think funny uh, about that scenario. Well, I think once you're in there, because we, we got, uh, I was sitting in there on turn four and it kept going. I was sitting in there on mm-hmm. turn five and it kept going. And then in that last turn, it was a thing. And I'm, I'm real new to all this movement stuff. Uh, yeah. Being dwarves usually. And you were able to, you were able to charge one unit out of the way, which opened up a charge to send, uh, 10 skeletons went in there and did work. You know, they, <laughs> <laughs> they managed to kill five dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so they chopped up the dogs, but I, I think it was, it wasn't much off of 50, 50 cause you were going to win that. And I was going to have to steadfast on an eight, yep. you know? So even if you didn't kill him to the man, it was, it was not all that, uh, unlikely that you might still That's kick true. him out. So, yeah. uh, if I'd been, you know, I, I had the opportunity, if I'd been thinking, I, I, I'd spent all game trying to do fancy movement stuff and <laughs> it was going okay, but if I, if I'd uh, been thinking right up until the last turn, I still could have blocked that off. I just mm-hmm. didn't see it coming. So I, I, I don't think it was all that, uh, cheap or anything. I think it was legit. So. Yeah, but like a few more turns, I felt like. All yeah, my dudes would have been gone. Except that I was busy know. sacrificing all my army <laughs> to take all your stuff I did, couldn't deal with. You know, uh-huh. five marauder fast cab are not going to do much against forty zombies or however <laughs> many were. Their table was yeah. shaking under the weight of zombies by the end. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he does that. Yeah. It's hard at a thousand points. It wasn't working out very good. I didn't have nearly enough. I, really? only ran, I only ran out of zombie models one time. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I only have hard. 75. To win, so. I need more zombies. I need to build more. Yeah. 
but I'm trying to concentrate on painting ghouls. But yeah. that was my games. I hope to throw a blog post up, just a battle report quick. Sometime yeah, I saw you were taking pictures of it, so yep. that'd be cool. Yeah, we both were, but mm-hmm. uh, I haven't. If I if I get it written up, I'll uh, send the link or something like that. But. Sure thing, cool. it'll be great. So we played a game then, right, Davey? Yeah, we did. Uh, I came on over here to the delve and uh, busted out. We're two K. Uh, I was taking the new doors versus your skaven. Yes, I hope it was two K because let me check. No, yeah. I, the max I'm pretty much doing is two K. So yeah, no, I, I was uh, I was excited to try, uh, and I'm not the only one who who noticed this in the book. But there's that uh, banner Groff one eye that makes everyone within twelve inches stubborn. That seemed pretty pretty solid to me. So is that an army standard takeable thing? Uh, well, it's 75 points, so it's either got to so go on the BSB or you can put it on the hammers. Exactly. Wow. It's weird putting <laughs> it on the hammers because they're already stubborn. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was thinking about this, and I, I ended up putting it on my BSB. That's a good banner. Yeah. Know? Oh, it's uh, solid. <laughs> the, the problem is you put it on your BSB, it's hard to keep them alive. You put them on the hammers, the hammers are going to live longer, but they're already stubborn. So my idea, I put it on the BSB, kept him central, and then used slayers and hammers out on the side so you could you could sure. spread out further than that twelve inch bubble, but still be stubborn or unbreakable as the as That's the case. That's pretty rough. Be. Dwarf units stay around as it is. <laughs> yeah, well, they do unless they're getting hit by warp lightning cannons and dreaded thirteenth and uh, what have you. So, so that's how the game went. Apparently, it was pretty much. <laughs> and the and the, uh, the problem was that I had to then run across the the board at the scheme gun line, and I I got lazy oh. as far as how I set the uh, set the units up. I I should have. I spread out the hammers, but I didn't spread everyone out, and so it meant that uh, there were a couple of wart lightning cannon hits that got direct and you know killed fourteen dwarves or something like that. Yeah, where so. I was able to land the three inch right on the yeah, block, right on right on the block, and it's just like a, one character staggering away from the the aftermath or whatever. So <laughs> it was brilliant. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, it was it was cool. I, I could have done things uh, could have done things differently. I had two packs of five rangers, and I I split them up to try to get greedy i think if i doubled them up on one warp lightning cannon i could have guaranteed that was done by diet turn two and i got sloppy when the miners came on they didn't take the other warp lightning cannon so you shot for like four or five turns with those which is just a really poor Did you have much for guns in your list yourself? i just took uh two minimum bolt throwers because I, I knew oh. i was going to be marching across the field and uh i hate leaving a huge chunk of points behind on the yeah, baseline where true. you can't protect it and this has always been the thing i've, I've always tried to do combat doors and you try to put too many war machines, and then you feel obliged to protect those points. And if you're protecting those points, then you're not marching across and fighting. Uh-huh. So, uh, so the idea is I'll put those. You know, the list has got a couple bolt throwers. Maybe shoot a demon prince in the face if it happens to step out, or you know, hit some of the big stuff. And then otherwise, everything it's just else is pushing forward. But uh, yeah, Konzi, Konzi. Uh, didn't quite table me, but I think that's because I, I shook his hand at like the top of six, so he might have he might have got that. Uh, it so. was it definitely was not looking good, but there was definitely points in that game where I was just on the edge of like complete and utter disaster. So it wasn't like the end result looked a lot more lopsided than I think if he was like tur- if you looked at it turn four and you would ask me, I'm like I was sweating bullets trying thinking I was gonna like. I knew how bad because the, the the Monday before I had played against another dwarf player uh, with new new dwarves and his list was quite a bit different with bigger blocks and such and it came down like in that game it came down to like me holding like on a steadfast you know seven or eight yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, with it, it was, at least it was a re-rollable seven or eight. Yeah. But I was like losing to like ten longbeards, kind of like ten longbeards and ten quarrelers were basically crushing my general's <laughs> block of clan rats. Yeah. And you know, if that breaks, 
I lose the game. I, I did have a chance at glory there. I, I put uh, maybe 10 or 11 slayers into your warlords block. So if I could cut the general out, then the rest of the Skaven army has a good chance at crumbling. And uh, and so on the charge with dwarves with great weapons, I was hitting at strength six, and I had death blow. So any any guys that the warlord killed were swinging at him. But uh, the four plus ward came through, and uh, yeah. and he survived that. And that was that was kind of my last best hope. I, I got in with a couple other things. I did end up killing that guy, but it was it was too late. My general, my unkillable quote unquote general, managed to get in, and then. Uh, Killed your warlord and got scared by the rest of the rats standing around and ran away. So <laughs> that's pretty embarrassing. So. That was great. What yeah. are you talking about? Kill a stinky, rotten dwarf. Anyway, my <laughs> real plan was to uh, ingratiate myself to the Wisco Dice host by losing to both of them. So that's probably the only reason I'm actually here. Yeah, not really. No, not really. You're, you're yeah, yeah. one fan. We do appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> no, we're like up to like three or four, I think, now. Not yeah. the fan. No, those, those are my other yeah, accounts. You're not, you're not the fan, though. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. <laughs> forgot about him. He's going to be mad. Nah, <laughs> you don't let him hear that. He'll... <laughs> You'll end up in the ditch somewhere. Or something. <laughs> that guy is that guy is not a very nice guy. <laughs> well, if that happens, tell my wife I love her. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a great game. And then, like I said, I kind of highlighted I played dwarves uh, against the new dwarves uh, the week before, or that Monday before that game. Um, so I I'd had a going into that one, I had definitely had a. Holy cow, these things get to me, and you get all those units, it's gonna be hard, all, lots of little small units, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be hard, and I figured you had the, uh, a Stolaz's rune for being able to vanguard some of those blocks, and when you didn't have it, that was like, okay, now this is much more manageable. Yeah. Yeah, lesson learned. I, people are excited about the Strollas too. I, th- I think if you're going combat, you're either making everything stubborn, or you're giving everything Strollas, and, uh, I have some thoughts about the strollers. I, I think there's some ways to counteract it. If somebody's got scouts and is dropping them or vanguarding in front of you, then you can be out to dry. You know, a, a dark elf army, mm-hmm. fast cav, or, or your VC. You know, you fast cav a couple. Yeah, uh, that hasn't happened to me too often, but when it, it's weird how like one when you run that rant vanguard roll, how much it can block off of the field for yeah. being able to vanguard yeah, yeah. anything else. That happened in our game. You, uh-huh. We we both had a bunch of vanguard and I managed to get up and block like, your wolves from Yeah, you, you blocked know. one side and I like blocked the other. Yeah. <laughs> it's of. true, but then you you know your other vanguards, especially when you're talking about big blocks, you know, if if you can block a chunk of the board off so that they can't vanguard to yeah. it and then they go and block another chunk of the board off. Well, guess what? Now you have two blocks that you're essentially line. just redeploying. Yep. Yeah. So you just redeploy your battle line to support where you think you're going to be strong. Yeah. Um, you don't necessarily have to push it forward. You just redeploy the battle line. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not entirely sure how that works when you because most of historically most of the vanguard has been on fast cab who can move in any direction. Uh-huh. But I don't know how a vanguard moves works with a dwarf block if you're not moving forward. You know, if I'm facing forward. I got a 12 inch vanguard move, but I can't take that in any direction, can I? Or am I half moved? I sideways? don't think you can take it in any direction. Exactly. You do have to, you do have to follow, I think, the rules for wheeling and such, yeah. but even then, it's hard to, for somebody to pin you off to the point, you know, if you deploy them, maybe deploy the unit a couple more, a couple inches deep into your deployment zone so you yeah, have room to, lot, de- so that point. you have a couple inches to wheel, you know, wheel. that they can't block you entirely off from, you know, that gives you the, you know, maybe the scoot that you need so you yeah. can do a little shuffle and, 
and reposition. I well, think there's some opportunities there. And and the other side of that is just bring your own scouts. Like with the uh, with the dwarves, you can get 70 points, gets you five rangers. So I, I take two pack. I think that's a screaming deal. That makes a lot deal. of sense because yep. scouts go before the vanguard. Though. Yep, you drop your scouts. So and they if you can hold out the board for you. Yeah, if you're worried nice. about it, drop them. Drop those scouts in a position to make sure you've got the ability to vanguard forward. And, that's cool. Uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, to protect your real life wise, yeah, fluff wise, <laughs> right? Exactly. The scouts <laughs> yeah, are kind of you know, doing actually, some pathfinder action yeah. there, so yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely that works out. And I and I had really discounted the Rangers, but now that you bring that up, I think that's going to be critical for that that dwarf vanguard push army. They're going to have to have them in order to uh, be successful. Even if you're throwing away those points, I think that's you're just going to have to have them. Well, I, I think seventy points for. Five guys with crossbows, great weapons, throwing axes, heavy armor. I, I think it's and scouting. I, I think it's a, a great deal. So I, I, just about every list I write has two packs of five right now. But cool. Yeah, it's hard with the maneuverability of dwarfs to make them as good as some of the other scouts. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, five is so small. You just drop them somewhere and seventy yeah, points. They don't obnoxious. have to do a lot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> they ignore them and then pick off some chaff. Even yeah. then, I mean, you could drop like. You, uh, a full block, you know. Here's twenty dwarfs or twenty five uh-huh. dwarfs with great weapons. Deal with it. Oh wait, now I'm going to vanguard the rest of my army up around it to support it. So instead of having that block of rangers that were unsupported before, now you have. Oh hey, by the way, <laughs> yeah. now you have hammers right there next <laughs> to them and in characters that you can jump into the unit to support it because sure. you know your hammers don't need characters, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, I think it works out pretty well. Sounds cool. So, yeah, it, um, what other games? I played, we had the Triumphant Treachery game, I played against uh, Davies Dwarves, I played against uh, 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 another Kids Dwarves the week before. That was a great game, um, really close. Like I said, it, again, another Archskaven Artillery Bombardment, and those. And he had big blocks of dwarfs, so in a just massive, like a 40-model block of hammer. So I'm like, oh, scared living dickens <laughs> of that. So between using rat darts to kind of slow it down, and when I say a rat dart, I mean a, the giant rat pack with five rats and a pack master. Yeah, I was looking in on this game. I remember you were lamenting Skaven Magic, how it wasn't doing anything, and then one turn later you... 13 Thirteenth off like three characters and thirteen <laughs> long beards or something crazy. Like, uh, right. It was hammers, but yeah, yeah. It, it, Skaven magic is like there's that one. You know, you get that instance where it's brilliant, but it or that those small cases. But then I played against Big Ben's uh, ogres this week, and Skaven magic was just at, there was nothing in plague that could help me at all in that game. It now, was the do you go plague all the way every time off I, plague? Or? I have been. Oh really? I've been playing. I wanted. I wanted to play a number of games with the same list using Plague, and then I'm going to use a number. Play a number of games. I'm not going to change up the list and use Ruin. Yeah, and I, get a feel for it. I think with a shooting rid, uh, shooting army like yours, you know, where, where you're standing back, I think you may find some more uh, benefit from Ruin. That sounds so, accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. I probably. I mean, I just. I'm wanting to try both. Sure, absolutely. Just to get a a comfort level with both lores and, and get a good feel with it. So, uh, yeah, I'm probably playing the Just weak lore for me, but... Need two level fours and have all. Boo. That's the plan. 2400 all up run. Go the way of the tomb counts. Oh, really? Yeah, all right. Double grace here. Double L4, and I should still have enough points to get a warlord in from the general. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> They're that cheap. Yeah. They're like 240 hey, points of crap. I have a hard time making a vampire lord that fits <laughs> in a list. <laughs> I think if Skaven, the Graciers are 240 points of crack, I'd put nothing on them for protective gear yeah. or any upgrades. So that's 480 for two level fours. I guess. And uh, Skaven Warlord's 90 points. Sure. So you get 600 at 2,400 points. I get 600 points. So I should be able to... I. The one thing is that I have to give that warlord a, a four. I need to get that warlord a four up ward, otherwise he's not worth taking. <laughs> Are you gonna get a bell or plague furnace? I, I have like uh, the bell plague furnace kit downstairs, and I've got some ideas for what I do with it. I'm gonna end up doing a plague furnace uh, this, okay. for the, with the first one. I don't know if I've ever played kit. that thing. But I have. Uh, I've been picking up uh, all of the old old metal Skaven plague monks. So. Oh, yeah. oh nice. So I gotta figure out how to work them kind of into. Are they the ones with the flails? Uh, no, and there's, that's, all oh, those yeah, are sensor bears. bears. That's yeah. right. Plague monk. I don't remember the old metal plague monk. The, the current plastic ones I think are, while their cool models are dated with like the current clan rats and such they because the they're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. I, I, I have two boxes of them, so I just sold one. I've just got one sold and I'm in shipping it here. I gotta do something like that with my new vampire count stuff. I don't want <laughs> have a few skeletons and. Maybe I'd keep the grave guard. I don't know. New ghouls. I definitely don't need those. Yeah, no. I mean, some places I can find like 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 the new clan rats are really solid. I really like those. Definitely They're like much it. better than the old plastic clan rats. Yeah, yeah. And I gotta go a long ways back <laughs> before I can go to something that's before them. But the the old, the the current plague monks are definitely they don't match the old the new no, cl- the current no, clan rats yeah. and the old plague monks. Um, while they're, they're a little smaller, they're not that, the models aren't super great, they definitely match the current clan rats far better than, <laughs> than the current plague monks do, so. Sure. They just all, you know, that. That sounds cool. Sometimes, you know, there's an old model that you can use that, or in, in Skaven, or it's kind of tough with Skaven, like I can find undead, or I can find dwarves from a varied number of manufacturers. Yeah, that's true. I tried. <laughs> I tried to find alternate Skaven models, and they just not out there. You can find like maybe a couple of companies that'll do like a character, uh-huh. um, but you, there's nobody that's doing like whole blocks of wear rats or you know <laughs> where you can affordably look at unit like full unit replacements. Uh-huh. I don't know that there's a market out there there for that either because uh, not a lot of people are are lining up to buy 250 model armies. <laughs> Only masochist. Me, my second one. There you go. After the goblins. Yeah, after the goblins. <laughs> I had like 250 or so of them, just goblins painted up right now, and like another 50 goblins I can paint. <laughs> I haven't listened to uh, Healing Hammer in a while, but that uh, Wayne Kemp there, he's done like four or five Skaven armies, something bananas. <laughs> like, well, dude loves Skaven, I guess. But. And he does them to like an extremely oh, high level yeah. of pain. Like, how, yeah. do you, how do you find time to do that? How do you hate yourself that much? Yeah. yeah. Is, are, is, do the kids drive you that much yeah. crazy that you just gotta go and you just lock the door and just sit there and paint? No, no, honey, get those kids away from me, I'm painting. So... No, that's that's definitely cool though. That's I just uh, I I don't get it. That's something like I did the one. I've got the one non-metallic dwarf hammer that I did in the old hammer style. Oh yeah, and I, like that's that guy took like six hours and like yeah. it looks brilliant. I think it looks really good. But it's like six hours worth of freaking labor on this. I'm like, looking at doing like one guy <laughs> replicating that level of work across two hundred guys. Like there's no way. 
Like he's, he's by the time you start that army, like okay, four years from now, I've got it finished. Oh wait, they've came out with a new book, and yeah. now half the stuff I bought and worked on originally, like now it's invalidated. So I've got <laughs> another two years of project before I can play it. Yeah, no, I don't think so. It's a good argument for picking up the pace there, Brian. If you know, take too long, a new VC book will come out. And yeah, my models are so old already. He's, yeah, he's yeah. on like his third book now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Well, no, it's my fourth. <laughs> yeah. it, it went from yeah. What do you have? You had the you had the I had the original vampire counts. Yeah, yeah. the back and fifth. Yeah, and then uh, well, I played uh, sixth, but it was no, at the, the end of fifth. Yeah, were they undead? It was, they, was yeah, like right after they the first split. Book. Okay. I never had okay. the undead book. Right. I always had the VC book. Yeah. Yep, and then they and then. Fifth thing, then six came out, and VC were the first book or the third book, and I think in six something like that. And then, uh, and then they came, they came right into your play style. They're like, "This is Brian's play style. He wants to play like this." Yeah, big blocks of zombies and skeletons, and just crush people. And then the well, book after that, like, well, then the edition changed, and fear did nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that whole army depended on fear. I mean, that was combat. two editions. So seventh edition, you still had auto breaking. Yeah, yeah, for a little bit, but then the. Well, yeah, I a lot of the the big the big units are the, like the demons auto, had fear yeah. automatically. I don't remember that book, and the very dark much. elves just killed you incredibly fast. Well, <laughs> demons do that too. But. <laughs> demons do that now, but they didn't. They didn't. I don't know that they did it as efficiently because back then in seventh, that was the the giant Nurgle blocks of five up regen four or five up board four, oh, yeah, uh, four up gross. regen i think yeah. that's still the way i like to play but i have a hard time doing it because it's just a matter of attrition and some stuff just deals so much damage it's i don't know hard to get by yeah you got to find that balance between mm-hmm. bodies to just soak up damage yeah. and other ones to lay it in i'm really bad at playing defensively and like i don't know <laughs> i usually just throw it all to the wind and <laughs> see what happens unfortunately but when i yeah if i can think about it i don't play enough i think is the thing to really get a grasp of every army i face i guess until i play it a couple times or so know what i have to like stop and yeah i, I can say like when we were playing like your vc versus my orcs and goblins there for a while <laughs> and it was like this was what well, we, we were played playing it so every many week. times yeah. you know you really figured out and i tried a bunch of different where yeah yeah and i definitely had a def- number of different things that i would try or different units and you definitely got to know the orcs uh-huh. and goblins book and what was on the field well enough that you're like okay i want this matchup and that's what i'm yeah. gonna try work to get that's usually what happens now is just i don't yeah, I'm not familiar with what it's across from me all the time. Like, if we're going to play a game later today, I haven't even played the Skaven. I don't even remember last time I played them. <laughs> sure. But it'll be really cool. <laughs> I don't have high hopes. I guess. Awesome models you might have missed. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. Kaboom, thunder and lightning and crashes. Oh my. Okay, so every once in a while we're going to go ahead and pull this segment back out of the, the drain and we wanted to go ahead and Conzie's been shopping around on the internet looking for his next army project. I know I haven't even completed the Skaven and I'm already <laughs> shopping for the next army project. That's the way it goes. And I've been wanting to do a, a Zinch demon army with double skill cannon, of course. But, uh, <laughs> but that's kind of been <laughs> on my radar of something to do. And I bumped into the Mears Miniatures, uh, 
He's the pro-tank, fickle lord of Uros, and really what he is is a greater demon of Zinch is what he looks like. <laughs> Except he's a greater demon of Zonch or something, so he's not yeah. <laughs> yeah. kicking in on IP. <laughs> exactly, but he is this, you know, this fairly cool model, and, and all of the Mirrors miniatures, if you haven't, if you're not familiar with them, it's like the old, I think they're the old Bane Lords range. I think that sounds great. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, they basically, you know, Bane Lord, uh, the original company went kind of bleh, and then they basically remodeled or got a new corporate name and the same models, or whatever. I don't know about all the the background on that. I do know that every every time somebody sends a sculpt around, you know, pictures of it, I'm pretty impressed. They they put some pretty hot stuff out. Yeah, n- nothing on the level of like whole units, but like alternate character models. Definitely yep. in the larger monsters category, they have a ton of really cool alternate monsters. And this is no exception. This guy is pretty cool. So I think I was thinking about getting him and then working on trying to build the rest of the army around him. So that's definitely something I've been looking at. Yeah, I mean, hopefully I'll end up actually doing that army project. I've got yeah. another idea for demons that I want that I might do instead, but. Uh, this is definitely this model is cool enough that he might just twist my arm and make me do do a demon army with them with him as like kind of the centerpiece and double skill cannons of course <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous so what do you what do you guys think of them do you guys got a, all got a chance to look at them here the oh, yeah. before we started recording I thought it was pretty cool I guess that I don't know size is always a thing you were talking like you even feel like he might be a little short comparatively for what you would like but. That might be kind of the pose he's into, but yeah, it's definitely cool looking. The the legs were a little bit weird on him. I thought um, not necessarily. Uh, they just seem the legs seem short compared to the rest of the bulk of the model and the wingspan. Just looking at the pictures, mm-hmm. yeah. But otherwise, it's well. Go ahead, Davy. Well, he looks like he's been <laughs> working out, uh, so, and that's actually pretty well in Got line some. with uh, most of the lords of change you see these days. They they are combat dudes instead of running around casting so i think that's a good fit he's gonna pump you up (laughs) (laughs) i bet you the steroids in the realm of chaos are pretty powerful so that's just a myth rumors rumors (laughs) my my models were not taking steroid you know any any steroid enhancements talk to your lawyer yeah (laughs) we have seen and and no we will change things. We will change the results of those tests. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So, anything else? New geek stuff or anything like that that's out there that's kind of caught your eyes? Um, doesn't have to be Warhammer related. You know, new new board games, new movies that are coming out. Anything else like that? Uh, I don't know if Guardians of the Galaxy is out yet, but I, I'm kind of. I don't know when that comes it. out. I just I saw a preview it's for it not too recent. Fall release. But, yeah. Really? Fall all the way wow. out in fall. I, I get a kick out of Chris Pratt. I think he's a pretty funny <laughs> dude, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing him. I haven't that. really seen him in much else besides Parks and Rec or whatever. Yeah, he's that, but the he's Andy the, character cracks me up. Yeah, <laughs> he's the uh, he's a voice on the Lego Movie too. Did you know? That? Oh, really? I yeah. haven't seen the Lego Movie. That's supposed movie, to be pretty sweet. I, yeah, a lot of people like it after they see it. I guess. Yeah, the uh, but at Guardians. So I read a lot of comics growing up, like most gamers and such. But that's one that I didn't ever really read anything. So I was I'd just be going to say that pretty, too. Pretty I was blank. That'd be pretty a nice unfamiliar change. with yeah. what the heck they were supposed to be. So I looked at into it a little bit when the preview came out and looked pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. 
It looked like they, you know, keep that sense of humor in there, so that'd be cool. Yeah, I thought the comedy and such there was going to be a really good add to the mm-hmm. to the movie. I th- I watched the preview. I'm pretty excited for it, and I'm not familiar with the the comic, the Guardians of the Galaxy comic, but the the preview definitely caught my attention. And, yeah, for sure. And this year doesn't seem unless it's a unless it's a, like a blockbuster superhero movie. I have not seen much uh, that's coming to theaters that has me overtly excited for a that movie. I want to see the Winter Soldier or whatever whenever that comes. Oh out, yeah, I was uh, I didn't see Captain America when it first came out. Oh, yeah. I watched it. I don't know on one of these streaming things, uh, Amazon Prime or something like that. But I was I was actually pretty impressed by it. Yeah, they did a pretty I thought good that job was pretty it. cool. Yeah, I wasn't the most thrilled about Thor too. So I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah I haven't yeah. seen it yet either. Oh yeah, is it? It's all right. I only saw it one time. Sometimes it helps for me to see more. But yeah, I don't know. I guess even the first Thor movie, it might be along the lines of that. As far as I'm concerned, fair enough. I don't like Iron Man at all, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you kind of worried about that. They they pulled the thing out of his chest now. Spoiler, spoiler. Iron yeah, Man three Iron Man pulled 3. the thing out of his chest at the end of the movie. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with that. I have an idea of what I would like to see, but I don't know. It seems like they might have. It's a good way to end it, though, if they're planning to end it. But then I think they want to make another Avengers movie. He's so slotted for the second. Yeah. He's yeah. slotted for the second. But and then third there Avengers, was I think. rumors of somebody else besides. Robert Downey Jr. playing him too, though. Really? Yeah. Oh, so I was kind of worried about what really was going to happen. Really, kind of made that his own. For yeah, a, for sure. Yeah. I think yeah, he's, he's a big part of the new Iron Man for sure. Role cast is one of the, like a lot of the actors out there yeah, now. Definitely. They're getting they're concerned about it, but he's been in so many big films. Like he's done like Sherlock Holmes, and yeah. did that well, and and he's been in a couple of other fairly big films. So it's not just getting to know him as the as you know the Iron Man character. It's no. getting to know him as a. Uh, he's got he's he's been one of the few actors out there that isn't like like the guy that plays Thor. Sorry, <laughs> he's going to be the big studly action dude, and that's all. That's he's typecast now. I don't see him ever. You're not going to see him in anything else. Yeah, probably not. We need a big guy to swing around or shoot, swing around a gun or shoot yeah. things. I think Downey's always kind of playing like kind of a weirdo nutty dude a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> with a fast mouth. Yeah. Tropic Thunder. <laughs> it's what he's good at, though. He does it very well. Yeah, I think, I don't know. If, yeah, it would be interesting if, yeah, he didn't play Iron Man in the new movies, but I think he brought a lot to it, I guess. Yeah, that would be kind of sad and been a good character. I'm not sure what yeah. else would have gone better, I guess. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think it's his performance as Iron Man more than, because Iron Man is the character in, I've never been a fan of the comics, <laughs> but him on this big screen, it, it's yeah. been his performance that's made that. I think they made him a lot more likable than Iron Man actually is, though. Yeah. He's really just kind of supposed to hate Iron he's Man. Like a, <laughs> he's like a, and they didn't pull that off too well. Yeah, he's in the comics. He seems like a a really bad take on a on a Bruce Wayne character. Kinda, he's more self destructive and shit though. Usually, yeah. Whoops, <laughs> <laughs> clang. <laughs> Remind you. Yeah. I uh, one thing I appreciate about the the movie reboots and all that sort of thing is that they can tinker with the history without feeling too tied down. I remember usually reading the Iron Man stuff, and you know he was supposed to. Oh, you got blown up when he was down in vietnam and you'd be doing the math you're like he's supposed to be like 70 now or something <laughs> yeah so you, you reboot it to the afghan war and all of a sudden you know it makes a little more sense even in comics i mean they reboot them out sure, so often sure. there's so many different storylines it's yeah. like well which one are they gonna choose to follow loosely <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good point but i don't know they usually do a pretty good job it seems like the superhero thing so mainstream lately though it's kind of weird but it's cool to see the movies i guess yeah definitely 
So, yeah, okay. Let's uh, go ahead and, uh, I think at this point, uh, wrap up the show here. Call it a day. Call it a day. We've uh, kind of just got you back up the pace with where we've been at and what we've been doing. Are we going to make some goals for ourselves? Yeah, let's make some hobby and gaming goals since this is our, our hobby or our, our what have we been doing show. Let's. Hard, uh, hard, hard. What do you want to try to get done <laughs> for next month? Uh, I will still be working on those ghouls. I think, I don't know, I just want to keep up as much work as I've been getting done on them. It'll help if homework stays in line with that. Keep the it, momentum rolling sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So by next month you have maybe 25 of them done or close to done? Maybe, yeah. I think I, well, these five should finish pretty quick. And, I don't know, hopefully I can keep getting some games in. Like, if I play one a week, that would be nuts, but I don't know if that'll hold out. I do have spring break, not this week, but the next week after, so you know, that'll help. Going to get your nerd on, you're not going to let gonna, the little lady uh, take you up all your time? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes I, out. I check with her. By yeah. choice. No. <laughs> <laughs> truth comes out, yeah, I, I could go get my nerd on, or I could hang out with a girl. I'm going to hang out with a girl. <laughs> yeah. I see how you are. But no, I think it'll work out. It's just always weird, like, getting in the groove of things when a new semester starts, like, where I have to, how much concentration I have to throw towards homework and stuff. It's a little overwhelming at the beginning, usually, and then once I get the feel of it, the semester's almost over, so <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. All right. Davey, what do you think? You get some, some hobby and gaming goals you want to shoot for for next month? Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been trying to make it to every Monday where I'm not working. I, I work about 60 hours a week as a paramedic, so I'd it's a irregular schedule, so I don't always have the Mondays. But I think I'd like to get uh, two games in, and and those will either be with the Slanish Cav or the Dwarves. Either I'm excited about both, and it'd just be a matter of you know how the time works on them. And then my ambitious painting goal is to completely finish painting my thousand of Slanish, so I can start bulking that up to two thousand. I've got it all assembled, but there's still a lot of great plastic, as Brian can attest to. So. Uh, a little bit, or prime yeah. plastic, or or prime <laughs> plastic, or a chariot that keeps falling apart. I yeah, need to you can't actually breathe on it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> somebody comes flying off of it. it. It'll be cool when it's together. <laughs> it's not very together yet. Anyway, so that's shooting high. But if I could get the other thousand put together, or other thousand, the first thousand fully painted, that that's the goal. What are you doing? For years here, ben. All right, so my goal is I want to get the... I really want to finish getting my Doom Wheel built and get that to the point where it's on the table and able to be used. That's really my, my primary goal for the next month. And I know that's not a very ambitious goal, but I think there's so many... I fought, when I did the Warp Lightning Cannons, there were so many little fidgety little bits and bobs and details that ended up... You know, having to be hit and touched, it took forever to get the that mob the those models done. And and on the Doom Wheel, I wanted this is this is uh, the first time I'm putting together the plastic kit, and I've already made some mistakes in the assembly portion. So I want to make sure that while the rest of the army has gotten quite a bit of speed paint work, this is going to get a better paint uh, coat of paint on it, so uh, so it looks. Um, Still, not, not not so much that it's going to jump out and be like, oh my god, he he he's done way different techniques on painting this, but enough so that it really helps it stand out from the rest of the army. You know, so often on so many tournament, and a lot of this, what of the work I've done in this army has been tournament focused on how I hit the check boxes on the paint checklists and how do I get people to kind of look at my army and go, oh, the army looks cool, um, and maybe get me some of the 
you know, secondary favorite opponent or favorite appearance or, you know, honorable mentions on the appearance things. Not, not that it was going to be painted that super awesome, but, uh, to, to make those, those signature models, to make those war machines, the, the, uh, and, and the characters really try to get them to stand out. So again, this is another opportunity of this model. I wanted to spend a little more time than I would on, say, 20 clan rats or you know yeah it's not a bad strategy i mean the the doom wheel is going to catch somebody's eye whether it's well painted or not so you better have it well painted you know much better so than like your fifth rank of slaves or something so (laughs) i i I think that's a pretty pretty solid strategy and also that doom wheel is going to be over on their side of the table quite a lot so yeah there's there's room for freehand opportunities because it's got a pretty big banner it's got rooms for for a lot of stuff, and, and I think on my my army as a whole, like, where I've had opportunities to put in the free hand and stuff too, I've taken the time to do the research and come up with some cool scaveny type freehand things to do to to help make it unique and basically find ways to try to snap up those appearance points here and there. Hopefully, I'll have this army ready to go for Blood in the Sun, and that'll be the the first real tournament outing I think for them. Nice, right on. So, it's not a horribly ambitious goal, but it's a definitely yeah. there. You'll have the army sorted, so you're not just bringing, I have this painted kind of thing. Yeah, so exactly. Cool. That won't be, my goal is to, my, my one biggest, the biggest goal is to not be uh, uh, the day before, the week before. <laughs> uh, Finishing up however uh, many models. Yeah, and it's then like, not really having them finish, then, That's which is what happened with my Tomb Kings. I did not have my um, Necro, Necropolis Knights finished. They were painted, but not finished. Uh-huh. So you could definitely tell when sitting on the display board, those huge models, and you yeah. look at them, and the, the the depth of the the layering and the bringing up of the colors, they would they just look muted and kind of dull in comparison to the rest of the army. And that, uh, while I got plenty of compliments on the army as a whole, it was definitely when I looked at it, I could definitely see it, and I'm sure other people that looked at it could see it, and that definitely didn't help. That detracted from. You know, but where I maybe could have gotten some more favorite appearance kind of votes and stuff. Not that I, in an event like that, I think I'm going to win, you know, player's choice or anything like that. But it'd be nice to be able to walk away and, and know that I got five, six, seven votes. Yeah. Out of a hundred or however many people are there. I remember getting, you know, a vote one time and it would like put me over the moon. I was like, oh man, somebody <laughs> thinks I'm cool. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a, a decent goal, even if you're not thinking you're going to win at all. It's nice to it's nice to get the nod from a couple people at least. Yeah, it's that's what I'm looking for at this point, just to try to. And, and we have a, a, a several just exceptional hobbyists that come to the bigger events too. So I'm a, I'm a ways off from being able to get there and being able to compete with that at that level. But I would I would like to be able to occasionally get some you know get get a few nods here and there for for an army i'm putting out on the table okay so that pretty much wraps up the show how can you go you know outside of itunes where where else can we download the show from stitcher smart radio i think is the thing yep stitcher smart radio blackberry podcast or blackberry whatever the blackberry story is we're listed there as well Go ahead and please email us in any questions or comments. You can email us at uh, hosts at wiscodice.com. And, of course, please check out our website at wiscodice.com. Wiscodice.com. It's yep. new and improved. New and improved wiscodice.com website. 
Thanks for listening, folks. We we love it. Thanks, David, for stepping in the studio. Thank you for having me. Ryan, as always, it's been great. <laughs> Everybody, peace out. Yeah, yeah, and you got me on the show. Yeah, what are they thinking? Yeah, I'll show them. I'll show them. I'll show them. You can really just crush Hobby and wreck everybody all the time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I will be the master. <laughs> just you wait. Yeah. <laughs>